Welcome to the Shift Spotlight Podcast. I'm Winter, your host and co-founder of The Shift Spot. We are business transformational experts that help business owners and CEOs shift from working in the business to working on the business. My partner, Ken Paskins, and I specialize in helping visionaries achieve breakout results and scale with ease. We say here at the Shift Spot, shift happens, and we believe our knowledge, skill set, and support will help you design your business to give you the freedom and balance you deserve. Also, the Shift Spotlight is always looking for podcast guests, so go to theshiftspot.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. Hey, everybody, this is Winter with the Shift Spotlight, and today we are here with Zach Lemaster, and he can be found at renttoretirement.com. Welcome to the show, Zach. Hey, Winter. I'm excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I like your shirt. I like your colors. So um, before we get started into what you do and how you do it and what your superpower is, let's start out with a little bit of fun. Why don't you tell us one interesting fact that people may not know about you? Well, one little known fact is I used to be a competitive country swing dancer and uh, being That's the good old, fun. The good old <laughs> boy from Wyoming uh, made mama proud on the dance floor. So, yeah. That's awesome. So, so how did you get started in that? Just curious. Um, a lot of, a lot of bar time in yeah. college and that was in Laramie, Wyoming at the University of Wyoming. So, I mean, that's where I, that's where I was born and raised and um yeah, just a lot of time trying to convince girls to dance with me. And, um, you know, but we actually, you know, my um, well, my wife now, uh, girlfriend previously at the time, we like, you know, we we kind of would enter shows and do um, some competitive dancing and um, really just really enjoy that. So we do the whole aerial thing, throw the flips and throw them around and stuff. It was fun. Nice. I love it. That's awesome. That is that is interesting. That's the most interesting fact I've heard all day. So that's good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so we're here. We're talking about what you do. So at a high level, tell us what you do. Yeah, so I'm the founder and owner of uh, Rent to Retirement. We're the nation's leading turnkey real estate investing company. So essentially, we identify uh, the best markets throughout the country where we see real estate opportunity. And then we build our local teams there. So we either uh, build houses or renovate them, lease and manage them. And then sell them to investors as a package deal where they want to, you know, invest in real estate, but they want to be generally hands off and we handle everything for them. So I did, did over a thousand uh, properties last year across 12 different markets and just consistently grown our team year after year. So, you know, there's a lot of these groups out there, right? There's a lot of different types of groups out there that promise you, hey, look, hands off this and that. Some of them are legit, more legit than others. What makes your business trustworthy and why do you stand out? Why are you the nation's largest as opposed to, or nation's leading, I think you said, um, as opposed to some of these other groups out there? Yeah, I mean, it's, man, it's, it is a tough industry, especially because there are a lot of people that will be in the space um, and rip a lot of people off for usually they're ones that, that don't last, right? They make a little bit of money and then they're, they're out um, because they lose their public reputation. So, I mean, we've been in this industry over a decade and, We've really earned our public reputation. I think that's probably the biggest thing. And I say that confidently, but um, that's the first thing that separates us is the longevity and the, the track record. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, and we can talk about this as well, but I have a background in, in healthcare. Uh, I'm an optometrist. Same thing with my wife by education. So really you know, have, another interesting fact. 
Yeah, we have doctorate degrees. We ran our own practices. I was an Air Force captain for seven years um, as as well. So we have previous career paths. But, you know, we've always been, um, one of my mentors always told me, like, you have one name, right? You have one name. You can screw up businesses and things, but you can't, you know, you have one name throughout your entire life and you really need to protect that. So we've always been really um, proud of our reputation. And Mm -hmm. we have more five-star reviews than any other industry, any other company in this industry. So that's allowed us to come to the forefront. But more so than that, we do a lot of unique things. We offer like in-house financing, creative financing, seller financing, like 3%. We we work in multiple different asset classes, single family, multifamily across different markets. We do build to rent. Um, There's a lot of unique things. When people think about like, quote, unquote, turnkey real estate, yeah. Um, you know, that that would make us unique, but ultimately our reputation that we've earned over time. And there's not an easy way to build that. This is a tough business to be in, you know, and real estate is generally tough. Things go wrong and people get pissed off, uh, you know, when things don't go perfect. So you got to manage that. Yep. 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 So who is your ideal investor? So what, what does their profile look like? Right. Cause I think a lot of people listening might say, Hey, look, you know, I'm just not, for further enough along to invest in something like this, but who, who would be your ideal avatar? Uh, we work with a broad spectrum of investors. They usually fit one of two categories, um, either the newer investor that is the first time investor or first time investor out of state because they live in a local market that's just it's too expensive or doesn't make sense for them. Um, and so this is someone that has a lot of questions. They need a lot of handholding. They're looking for a low risk, low time involvement into like an entry point into real estate. Um, mm-hmm. And we work with a lot of those clients that, I mean, someone that's just willing to take action, you do need capital. You know, you need at least probably thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 to invest in a house if you're using leverage and using that as a down payment. That's probably 70% of our client avatar. And um, and we really help people start, start investing in real estate uh, and grow their portfolio. And then the other 30% is people that are probably professional investors or business owners, like they already are savvy real estate investors. This is just an easy hands, hands-free hands way for them to diversify or scale the portfolio, regardless of what else they have going on. So, Right. So uh, you're in good company because I know a lot about real estate. I'm just curious what your thoughts are about what's going to be happening in the market over the next, call it 18 months. I think um, there's a lot of news out there right now, but wondering what your thoughts are. Well, I'll look into my crystal ball here and give you uh, my opinion that we'll probably see an interest rate reduction. You know, just over this last 18 months, looking back, um, we came out of a period where we had historically low interest rates. Um, There's a lot of money being pumped into the, the economy, forced into the economy. Um, and then we just went through the most steep increase in interest rates in a short period of time that we've ever seen in history. A lot of people predicted a, a real estate crash um, yeah. in large correction, just like they did in COVID. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, and so what we've seen, like, really, we look at markets winter that have a undersupply and high demand. So I think mm-hmm. to answer your question, this is going to be very market specific. But if mm-hmm. we're starting to see trends develop, well, we would, would have already seen those trends starting. So some of the really expensive markets, San Francisco, LA, like coastal markets, they're starting to see a reduction in rents and home prices. Uh, people are moving out of those areas. They're just too, they've been overinflated for a long time. Whereas right. a lot of like the Midwest and Southeast where we focus on, especially in the Southeast with new construction, where the population is shifting, like those markets have been thriving over the past eight months. So even if interest rates stay stagnant or continue to increase slowly, those markets just from supply and demand will continue to be good investment markets. Um, but I anticipate that we will see rates settle down a little bit election year next year that will increase buyer and investor activity. And so I think kind of right now, actually, we're 
you know, in this flux time where we probably, if there's going to be a correction, we would have seen it by now. And we'll continue to see more or less the same trends that we've seen over the past 18 months. That was a long answer. Sorry for and, that. And, and it's a good, it's a good answer. Um, and so in your opinion, it's probably like kind of what I'm hearing in between the lines is it's a really good time to invest before the market corrects and before everybody else starts jumping in because the interest rates go down, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we've been successful investors for almost close to two decades. I mean, me personally, um, for close to two decades now. And one thing we've always talked about is we've been through different market cycles. Is yep. to be successful, you have to learn how to invest in any market cycle. Yep. And and consistently invest. Now, I mean, the the newer investors are sitting on the sidelines right now, like it's like, oh, interest rates. You know, like cash flow wasn't as good as it was, you know, two years ago when we had the lowest interest rates we've ever seen in history is like, obviously, yes, but you can still invest in good markets that have positive cash flow that are appreciating. Now is a good buying time because people are, that's slower investor activity. There's more, it's more of a buyer's market now than it has been over the past eight years. And so this is an opportunity for you to actually come in and make deals happen. And if you're investing for good fundamentals where you can still cash flow, and like one of two things is going to happen in the future if you buy property now. One, interest rates are going to go up and, you know, guess what? Good thing you bought right now when, things are still cash flowing and you have a lower interest rate or interest rates are going to go down and then you refinance and your cash flow is better, right? But you're buying now and you have access to deals now at lower price points, potentially in more negotiation than you didn't previously have. And if interest rates go down in the future, you are less likely to have in the future. So now's a good buying opportunity. Put yourself in position if you're investing for the good fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people, I call them sheeple, right? Because they just sort of follow whatever is doing. And I, um, I have a huge background in real estate and I made the most money ever always going against the grain. So when you're sitting, when you're watching people on the sideline, that's the time to jump in. When everybody's jumping in, that's the time to sit on the side. Like I always did what everybody else didn't do and it worked out in my favor. So what we're seeing here in the Atlanta market is, you know, these prices are going nowhere fast. I mean, we just don't have enough inventory. People want to live where we are. It's very affordable. You said you're investing in the Southeast, so you probably already know this fun fact. But I mean, people are, are oh, well, their interest rates are going to drop and there's going to be this huge crash, whatever. Like, it's not happening. There's not enough inventory for it to happen. The amount of people who are flowing here in droves. And I don't know what the builders are doing, but they're not building. They're just, they're, it's like, they're just not building enough for what's happening. So the, I, what I love about your business model is it allows you to, you know, not be so tied to the market conditions because you've got many different aspects. You've got rent, you've got multifamily, you've got single family, whereas, you know, some of these products out there, they're, they're only one or the other, and they are hugely market dependent, which you kind of have your hands in a bunch of different areas as well as, you know, uh, financing. So, um, let's shift gears here. Um, you're the founder and CEO. It looks like you work with your wife. Is that true? Like you guys are partners in this or? Yeah. I mean, we're partners in life and in business, but she does, yeah. she does some stuff behind the scenes, um, to limited capacity. Yeah. Gotcha. So do you have a leadership team or are you kind of the, the last stop for all of your employees? And how many employees do you have? Yeah, we're about 20 full-time employees. And then we have about, I don't know, maybe double that on, in terms of contractors and 1099. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just the nature of our business. So our core group is about 20 people. Um, you know, one, we've been through a business evolution. We're just constantly, you know, I think most entrepreneurs and business owners can probably uh, relate to this to some degree, depending on where they're at with their journey. But I've been really focused over the past two years of like buying myself out of my my job because at one point it was to me that everyone was reportable to. Um, we've, we're now on our third COO and we feel really good about them. 
um, you know, because hiring is a key thing. So we have a solid leadership team of a few C-suite individuals. Um, you know, those ma- mainly right now we have uh, sales manager, we have our main COO, which everyone's accountable to. We have our financial manager. And then we have our like customer relations, customer service manager. And then we have, you know, the branches under there. So that's that's kind of where we're at now. Still in the process of buying my time back so I can focus on kind of the higher level growth strategies. Become more of that visionary role. And, you know, that's what we see so much with our, our CEOs is they had a great idea or a widget or whatever it is. And, you know, they're wearing all the hats and they're learning on the job. A lot of these roles that they didn't realize when they started the business they were going to start to do. Um, what's been the hardest part for you about managing people? Because it sounds like you've had some some wins in it, but you've also had some losses. So what's been the hardest part about it? Oh, man, I'm just a terrible person on hiring and firing both. Um, because You're not alone. Everybody <laughs> I've, I like, you know, how my hiring used to go would be a lot of... Um, like I'd reach out to network and people in the industry and say, Hey, I'm looking for this individual. You have anyone you recommend? They say, yeah, here's this person or here are these two people. And I'd interview them and we'd get along great and fantastic. I'd hire them. Right. And that was my yep. hiring process. Yep. Uh, and then they wouldn't work out and it would take me forever to fire them. Um, and I felt bad for them. And, but they were just perpetually <laughs> as in this perpetual cycle. And it was just spiraling down where like, we weren't making any steps forward where now. And so that was probably the, the biggest challenge of just like knowing how to hire people where yeah. now we have a legitimate process. We take in two to 300 applications for our COO position. We brought in 250 applications. We brought that list down to 30. We interviewed four and we chose one. And so, and they weren't recommended from anybody, um, you know, so we had a, a process to follow. And I think just like intentionally hiring has been a game changer for us. Yeah. Um, and then also wrapping my head around, around marketing and spending dollars where, they're most impactful, which I always think is marketing. If you're growing business, if you're under eight figures revenue, like you got to pump extra stuff into to marketing. So I can talk on that. But yeah, those are some of the challenges. So are you looking to grow your company? What What's in store for the next, call it, where do you see yourself in the next two to five years? Yeah, we're, we're definitely in growth um, position. I mean, whether we've like intentionally done this or not, we've just I think because we're we're out there and becoming more public and offering good products, like our business is just naturally grown. We've fortunately we've been successful uh, enough, and I know that this is rare to say, but like we've had growth every single year. I think we officially, even though we've been in the turnkey and real estate space for much longer, officially about nine years ago was like the start date. But we've had growth every single year, even even over these past two years with the challenging mm-hmm. market dy- dynamics. But that's just from consistently doing what we're doing and doing it well. Um, and I anticipate us to do that, but also have more like structured growth. We just launched our first uh, educational platform, uh, the Rent Retirement Academy. I did this. see that on your website. It looked it looked very interesting. What yeah, what's, what what's it about? Well, it's it's really a platform. It's an educational platform because you know we're selling real estate to investors, but we've realized that hey, we just don't. We have a lot of people that don't have the money to invest yet. They're not ready to invest yet. Um, and so instead of offering them nothing, we were, we needed a, a service to basically help them get to that point and cultivate that lead uh, internally from a business standpoint. It also allows us, it's a low ticket cost. It's like, you know, two to $3,000. Um, it also allows us to actually have collectible money and a return on marketing where we can 
invest in the client because we actually give that money back to them when they invest with us later. Yeah. So so it's like they're putting a deposit down, allows us to have some revenue, recurring revenue to, on, on marketing spend, but also provide a service and a new product offering to a demographic of, of lead and client that we were bringing in that we didn't otherwise have instead of doing nothing with them. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about that. And yeah, I think we're positioned to grow. I, I think we probably will be looking at an exit within a five-year period, but we just got a lot of things to clean up before then. And we're just uh, trying, trying to enjoy the ride and not pull our hair out too much. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. You know, you I'm getting more gray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so fun fact, because I'm redhead, I'll, I will never go gray. I will dull out, but I will not go gray. But then you've got sensitive skin and a whole bunch of other things. So yeah, you guys um, are, you're lucky. You got the, the fair skin, the fair hair. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm quite opposite. So, but anyways, uh, what was your question? So what are your plans in the next six to 12 months to make your life easier? Cause you're in growth mode. You want to exit. That sounds like a whole bunch of to do's. How do you get those to-dos to done? How, how do you make your life easier in the next six to 12 months too? So you're not just in it all the time. Yeah. So we've had like this, this latest COO that we've hired, he's been on for five months now and mm -hmm. it has just been running and gunning to get him acclimated um, and to test him out. We went through two COOs prior to that, which were just from not hiring correctly, that strung us out for about two years of just yeah. not really making any progress. So we're finally at the point where he's starting to take over projects. We've really um, had to take a step back on our strategic planning to prioritize items to say, instead of juggling a thousand different things at once, let's choose one thing and focus on one thing and let's apply a time timeline to it. What is the highest priority and what's going to be the biggest ROI on our time? And then right. let's knock it out and then focus on the next thing. So we've started to initiate that and we've just been knocking like, for example, the Academy launch, which was two weeks ago. Now that's mm -hmm. done. And of course, there's going to be maintenance with it, but now we can move on to the next thing. Um, and so really focusing on doing each one of those. I, I'm getting my time back finally now where I'm able to actually spend some, because we have two young kids, a six month and a two year old. And so like I, my wife has always been reminding me like you, you went into this to buy time back and now you have less time. So wait, what? Um, so we're, we're finally at the point though, where like he can start overseeing stuff on an operational side and manage a team so I can focus on, yeah, the visionary aspect, but also just live life a little bit instead of the, you know, 80 hour work week grind that we're all used to. So that's, that's our vision six months from now. Yeah. We went to Portugal for our honeymoon. You know, they just do everything so different in Europe. I mean, there's wine at lunch and then they take a nap and then they might go back to work at two and then they're done by three. <laughs> you know, like, And you look at it and you're like, man, we do it wrong in the States, right? Like, I mean, we're in this grind day in and day out. So if you could go back to your younger self and give yourself or a less experienced self, give yourself advice, what would you say to yourself? You know, I don't know that I'd change a lot because I feel good about where we're at. Obviously, the easy answer, hindsight 2020, is that we'd all like, you know, get started sooner, be more aggressive, do certain things differently. There's definitely some partnerships that I, I would have approached differently. We've we've had partnerships where we've, you know, lost seven figures of income um, and still playing cleanup from that by jumping in bed with people too quickly and too aggressively without playing it slow. That's probably the biggest regret because it's just been, it's not even about the money. It's just about the challenge um, and the frustration, um, you know, because that has just been a big, a big thing dealing with partnerships. So that's my, that's my encouragement to people like partnerships um, are, are essential. 
Um, but just be cautious with who you're jumping in partnerships with and spend a lot of dating time. So many of, I think we want, especially entrepreneurs, like we're out there, we're running a gun and we want stuff done now or yesterday. And so sometimes we're quick to make decisions. I think winner one, cause I got asked this question the other day and I really liked it about like, what is the one thing that separates out successful people from those who aren't? And, you know, after thinking about it, my, my answer was uh decision-making quick decision-making. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think throughout the, the day, like you have to make decisions. You can't sit here and linger about stuff. Like you got to make decisions right or wrong. That decision yeah. is you and you have to make it because nothing's getting done until you make that. And then you got a thousand other decisions. So every day is just a series of decisions and you got to think critically about how to make those decisions. Partnerships is the one thing I would say, take a slower time on those decisions Research mm-hmm. the person and take some time jumping into it. But I would tell myself, you know, that um, looking back at the turmoil I've been through that it's all going to be okay. And, you know, if you stay the course and maybe just, you know, date, date some partners a little bit longer before you you get married to them. So, yeah, yeah, that's good advice. Okay. So if somebody wanted to invest, they wanted to get a hold of your company, what would be the best way for them to do that? Definitely our website um, would be the place to go. That's rent to retirement.com rent to retirement.com. If you're listening on the podcast or 800 is 800 311 six, seven, eight, one. If you're interested in investing, you know, we're happy to assist investors. We don't charge you anything. Like we make our money through building and renovating houses. Um, but our goal is to help you build a long-term portfolio in some of the best markets throughout the United States. And so, you know, just reach out, have a consultation with our team. If you're a business owner or you have a, you know, financial background, if you have a following of people that might be interested, we have an excellent affiliate program. You know, some of our top affiliates earn seven figures a year in referral fees. Um, so if you have an audience that you think might be interested in investing in real estate, um, follow the same process, reach out, get, get in touch with me. Just let the team know like, Hey, I'm interested in being an affiliate partner. They will put you in touch with me and we can talk about business development because affiliates, um, we didn't talk about that, but affiliate growth, like we have some really strong business partners that we've grown their business and our business dramatically over the past year, just by offering a service to their community that they wouldn't otherwise have. And, you know, that's, that could be a really a good growth potential as well. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So we appreciate you coming on the show. That's Zach Lamaster at renttoretirement.com. Thanks for being here today. Winner, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Shift Spotlight podcast. If you are a service-based business owner, CEO, founder, or co-founder with under 10 years of experience, and you are in the trenches of growing your idea or business, and want to bring your inspiring story of change, challenge, and success, all while promoting your business and gaining exposure with a remarkable and influential network, we are actively searching for podcast guests who can share their journey. Please visit theshiftspot.com forward slash podcast to apply today. And if you are a listener, I'd love to give a shout out to your business, to our entire audience for free. All you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts or follow our newsletter by going to LinkedIn and searching The Shift Spot. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean the world to me and my team. We believe every person has a message that can positively impact the world and we love our community who listens and shares our program. Together, we are empowering one another as shift leaders. Hit subscribe to be inspired and motivated. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you and your growing business. We will see you next time.